Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday. We are starting now the third week of Lent. This is day 14 of our 40-day journey through the season. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by the Son. A reading from Ezekiel, chapter 36. We begin at verse 21. But I had concern for my holy name, which the house of Israel had profaned among the nations to which they came. Therefore, say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, It is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations to which you came. I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, in which you have profaned among them, and the nations shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God, when through you I display my holiness before their eyes. I will take you from the nations and gather you from all of the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all of your uncleanness and from all of your idols I will cleanse you. A new heart I will give you, and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove from your body the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and make you follow my statutes and be careful to observe my ordinances. Then you shall live in the land that I gave to your ancestors, and you shall be my people, and I will be your God. We sometimes struggle to understand what God is doing in the Bible. When we read how the glory of the Lord leaves God's temple in Jerusalem, and how God removes God's favor and protection from Israel, resulting in the destruction of Jerusalem, the destruction of the temple, <coughs> and the exile of God's people, we tend to think in terms of God punishing Israel for Israel's wicked behavior. 
Israel did something wrong, God got mad, pain and suffering follow. In very much the same way, we might look at it like thinking that people sin and God gets mad and God punishes them for their sins. But this morning's reading from Ezekiel tells a very different story, one that is the truth of what is happening here in the Bible. Now, remember what God has done for Israel. God has rescued them from slavery into Egypt, delivered them out of their slavery to Pharaoh and the gods of Egypt so that they would be free, free to be God's people, just as God had promised Abraham. By rescuing Israel from slavery in Egypt and slavery to Egypt's God, God makes an agreement, a covenant with them that God will be their God and they will be God's people. God gives them the Ten Commandments, establishes this covenant, and through them God is revealed to the world as a God who cares for the lowly, who is gracious and merciful, abounding in steadfast love, and has power over all of the powers of the earth. And now, how Israel lives in response to God's salvation, how they show their love for God and for their neighbor, will also tell the world, will glorify God through them, and will tell the world that it is God alone who is the Lord. And that God is justice and merciful and a love and abundantly giving good gifts to the whole creation, because they will see that displayed in the relationship between God and God's people. And then Israel leaves their worship of the Lord and instead serves other gods. And then Israel fails to honor the Sabbath, fails to practice justice and love for neighbor, fails to show the world anything other than what the world already knows about violence and greed and sin and death and unfaithfulness to God. And in the process, then, God's name, God's reputation, all that God has risked is disgraced. A disobedient and unfaithful people reflect badly on their God. Who is this God, then, that even his own people refuse to love and serve and obey? So God's heart is grieved. God's suffering is intense because of his love for his people in the world that he is trying to, 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 to display and welcome into God's uh, kingdom. But a world instead that turns against God and resists God. And just like we read in the days of Noah, God decides then to start again. It's not just a restart of God's relationship to Israel, but a renewal, a kind of a new exodus again, a calling out and calling back to God, a renewal of God's whole mission to save and bless the whole world through God's people. So God promises to redeem Israel from their idols, to transform their hardness of heart, and to instead give them a heart filled with God's own spirit, God's own love, God's own peace, God's own faithfulness and all of the promises that God makes to Israel, and all of the promise that Israel makes to God come together in the person and life of Jesus. It is Jesus who lives out all of these promises and fulfills God's purpose of revealing God's nature and plans and love and grace for a whole world by Jesus' own being faithfulness to the Heavenly Father 
the Heavenly Father's faithfulness to Jesus. In Christ, through the Holy Spirit, then God gives us Christ's own heart, a heart not of stone but of flesh, now in tuned and in love with God and turned to the world to love as Christ has loved. And in this we are sprinkled with water, cleansed from our sin and unrighteousness, to live now as part of Christ's body in the world, to be the witness to God's love and faithfulness to all human beings that Jesus is, so that the whole world might come to new life in God through faith in Jesus Christ. In God's righteousness, God redeems us from our sin, and in that we see God's true nature. And through us then, and through that story, we proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ in word and deed. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall go before the Lord and you shall be called the prophet of the Most High, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who live in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else are we grateful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and what it says and what it does, that it might bear witness to God's unending love in Christ. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask now that you would protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy, and the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bless and preserve us. Amen.